Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. Coming up on this radio program today, Google once again shows Apple which way is up. And no, Virginia, there is no Santa Claus. We imagine a world without holidays. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Let Marketplace be your guide to the modern world. Subscribe to the Marketplace Tech Report podcast. Find it on iTunes or at marketplace.org slash podcasts. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdahl. This is the Marketplace Podcast for Thursday, the 13th of December. Good to have you with us. On the list of epic corporate failures this year, I don't think anything ranks as high as Apple's ill-fated map experiment. It's been three months or so since Google Maps, good old reliable Google Maps, was unceremoniously dumped from the new Apple operating system. But today... Google is back, a new map app for the iPhone, right at the top of the most downloaded list in the App Store. But I told you so, as in bragging rights, sweet as they are, are just the smallest parts of Google's triumph, as Marketplace's Queen of Kim explains. You've heard the old adage, location, location, location. Well, in the age of mobile, you'll be hearing it a lot more. Ronald Goodstein is a marketing professor at Georgetown's Business School. The big growth in marketing now is locational-based marketing on your mobile. And Google earns about 97% of its revenues through its advertising. And with its new iPhone app, it has the potential to make more. After all, half the U.S. smartphone users are on iPhones. And unlike the previous Google Maps, Google can advertise on its new version. It's 12 o'clock and I'm on 95 South heading down to Florida. Well, here's the restaurant you may want to stop at. Google Maps might also serve up ads for hotels and food stands. We're not there yet, but analysts believe this scenario will unfold in the not-too-distant future. But Google's scoring another win, and that's in the court of public opinion. Colin Gillis is an analyst at BGC Partners. Apple makes great products, but in terms of their software development, they're not the best. Gillis says Apple's map fiasco is reinforcing an emerging narrative that Google is a king of mobile software. And for the first time in recent memory, George Shounce Goodstein says you're starting to see a slight crack in Apple loyalty. Loyal Apple users want the Apple hardware, but now they're willing to compromise on the software. And if Apple has more failures, that crack could turn into a fault line. I'm Queen Kim for Marketplace. All right, on now to the most exciting phrase in the economic policy debate currently taking up all the oxygen in Washington, D.C. It is chained CPI or chained consumer price index. It's a slightly different way to measure inflation. And no, honestly, it's not that exciting. And most of the people in Washington, yes, who are using it are hardcore policy wongs. But it matters because it may well be a key, the key perhaps, to solving the fiscal cliff. Marketplace's Mark Garrison takes it from there. How can I explain when there are few words I can choose? Erasure got nearly four minutes to sing about chains of love, but I only get 90 seconds to explain chained CPI, but it's doable. The CPI measures the price of various goods over time, but it doesn't really account for how humans behave when prices go up. Sometimes they buy less of stuff that gets more expensive. For example, the CPI tracks beef and pork prices. I talked to Kathy Griffin at Topps Barbecue in Memphis, which sells both. She loves brisket, but if the price got too high... 
I would probably buy the pork because it was less expensive. Chain CPI accounts for this, what economists call the substitution effect. The simple act of switching the way we measure inflation could save hundreds of billions of dollars. That's because chain CPI is lower than the benchmark CPI. If life really isn't as expensive as we thought, the government doesn't have to pay as much in benefits. But one powerful lobby thinks this is a raw deal. Christina martin Fervita is with the AARP. That money would come straight out of the pockets of individuals who are already retired. The Seniors Interest Group has a flotilla of lobbyists fighting this idea, arguing chained CPI is unfair to older Americans because their high medical costs aren't factored in. You don't need to kidnap Nate Silver to know that older people vote. So even if chained CPI saves big money on paper, the politics is a lot trickier. In New York, I'm Mark Garrison for Marketplace. wonder if Nate Silver is going to hear this. Who knows? This was not a happy day on Wall Street. We'll have the details when we do the numbers.